0: Welcome back to Impact Show. I'm here in Agora Hills, California with Blake Skadron. And I'm so stoked to be here. I mean, one of the biggest topics among the Internet Marketing Association, the million plus members we have around the world, is digital currency. And I can't think of anyone who's created a business around this that's more innovative, successful, and sustainable as iTrust Capital and the work you're doing here, Blake. So as co-founder and president of iTrust, can you just tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got into
1: this and in, in your story? Absolutely, and thanks, Inan. Um, uh, many years ago, I, I was a young salesman out there <laughs> trying to uh, make as uh, much money as I could. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I found, you know, went through a few different uh, sales avenues and found my way into this world of alternative investments, uh, gold and silver, which then obviously leads into the cryptocurrency later on, and many companies in the space really more focused on sales and profit uh, than made necessarily on the clients themselves. And as my time and my growth through them, I recognized that um, there was much a much better way to do it. Uh, and so that led me to where I always felt I would get to is, is having my own company. And fortunate for me, I met Todd Southwick, who's the co-founder, uh, CEO, and, and his abilities to build technology and infrastructure of a, of a true business that's scalable, uh, were there, and my vision and understanding of the space came in, and, and we, uh, it's the perfect marriage for, for iTrust Capital. It really right. came together well. So instead of being a sales-focused, how much money can we make, it was a client-focused model right. of, hey, this world already exists, mm-hmm. but it's not done very well. Right. It's not really putting the client first. It's usually putting the company and the commission first, which, unfortunately, that's right. a lot of businesses. Right. So, we came from the approach of hey, this market's pretty big. And now, now crypto had come out, uh, plus gold and silver. Obviously, now crypto is a sure. much bigger opportunity. Sure. So, we went, uh, we focus on that. But the companies that were out there offering it were you know, incredible uh, fees 10, 15% upfront, mm-hmm. right. high transaction costs, minimal technology, which is not what you would expect sure. when you're buying or selling crypto, but that's what the way it was. When we first started the company there was no platform right if you wanted to make a trade you had to call in and speak to a commission sales rep mm-hmm. not a financial advisor not anybody licensed right to to lock in an order um not a very not very good not scalable and, and the costs were very high nothing i would personally use or recommend to my family or friends uh, and so as i'm getting into cryptocurrency more this is in uh, 2017 uh, like a lot of people buying Bitcoin on, a, on Coinbase, for example, sure. and then transferring over and trading. Well, I knew that there's, I understand the taxes enough to know that that was going to be a problem, Right. which a lot of people were having, and many didn't even know that that was becoming an issue. And so the, the easy fix was, well, just do it all inside of an IRA. Right. And you can trade as much as you want okay. at, without any taxation on the trades. So that idea came in 2017 around there. Yeah. I, uh, I remember actually saying out loud, gosh, I just wish there was a Coinbase for IRAs. Right. Because that would alleviate this big problem sure. of taxation. Of course. So that that was kind of the, the genesis thought. And, and who would have guessed that I'd be sitting here today with a company that essentially did that it's amazing
0: yeah Yeah. and and tell me a little bit about Todd and like that synergy and how you guys met how did that relationship start the yin and the yang what what is it that you're
1: bringing to the business what does Todd do and and how does that work yeah that that's a great question we get asked that a lot and um it, it really when I say perfect marriage I mean it's such a great fit because we are total opposites right um, on, on so many things. We, we mostly get along. We do butt heads because we're both pretty sure. stubborn and, and, and want certain things. And we're really passionate about you know our areas of expertise. Um, but we were uh, we met through a mutual friend and just kind of started talking and, and his background of building. He's built many companies and, and done many things. Um, and then talking about the business I was in and, and the scope of the opportunity. And it just kind of came together and we decided we can do it better than anyone else out there. Right. We're pr- pretty confident, sure. and like a good business partnership, you know, we're not. It's great that we're not similar. It's not two sales guys. It's mm-hmm. not two techie guys. And I mean, what really makes iTrust Hum is the fact that he. I mean, in the early days, he coded all the technology himself. Right. Right. He wrote. You know, he was our in, in you know, our counsel. Sure, he wrote sure. the legal documents. That's wonderful. Uh, we've come a long way since then. and right. Built out a pretty pretty big team uh, to do those things, but he was able to do those in the early days when you need that. Right. Um, and I was able to um, figure out the marketing and how to get clients, uh, and personally on the phone with the first two to three thousand customers that we had. Wow. Um, and, and that created this really strong foundation, this culture that now the people that are talking to our clients, for example. They were in a room sitting next to me, sure. talking to clients. Right. So that has that has that culture has carried over, and, and that is it's just unique. And the and two two things that are really
0: important that I've I've extracted from you is one the client service that that is how you started the business. I mean the foundation of this was really the customer first before even the business. And and can you just. Talk a little bit about that. And then you mentioned the word culture, and I know how important culture is to the business and, and to, the, to the scalability of the business. Yep. Can you talk a little bit about customer service and culture? Because we have thousands of business owners and people <clears throat> that are trying to understand both yep. and how that plays into a business and its success.
1: Yeah, so you've got to put, I mean, in, my, now, in hindsight, it's easy to say. Back then it was like, you know, this is scary because you gotta put the clients first. And for right. us, that meant dramatically reducing fees compared to everybody else in the space. And thinking, geez, how are we gonna get enough clients for this thing to be profitable and, sure. and, to not, and to not lose money? And it turns out, if you just do really, really right by your clients, they start to take care of you. Right. And so because of this over the, you know, it, back up a little bit, I, I, my ass- assessment of the world business world today is not very good when it comes to service. I right. think that collectively, customer service is, is dead, and most companies, especially technology companies, have just given up. Right. They don't care. They've got a bot. They've got you know a mess is something, but they've pretty much removed human element. Sure. And and that, and so the bar is actually quite low, uh, unfortunately. But what we did was took okay, yes, we're dealing with cryptocurrency and technology, but that's not our business. Our business is people right. and retirement accounts. And currently, our average account is over $100,000. amazing. T- tell me about yeah. what you just said there, which is golden.
0: You take care of the customer, then the customer ends up taking care of you. Give me an yeah. example of that. So,
1: I mean, we get all the marketing in the world. If you've got a bunch of bad reviews, you're not going to convert. Right. Right. So, you've, yes, the marketing matters, but when they start, clients are doing research, especially a company like ours where they're t- considering moving over a large sum of money, they're going to do their due diligence. They're going to read client reviews. Uh, so our clients, we, we've done a great job, have very high reviews. Every day, we get more reviews. And every so often, we get a not great review. Right. And we'll respond to it. And we'll reach out to the person. And, and if, it's our, if we've messed up, we'll do everything we can to fix right. it. Right. But we'll address it. We don't run from it. Right. Uh, and, and because of that attitude, and because we're in the community, in this crypto world, we're, we, we directly talk to the community sure. They appreciate it, good or bad. Sometimes right, we don't. Right. We sometimes, hey, right. there's some regulatory sure, issues, sure, and sure. sometimes we have to deliver not great news, but we'll be transparent.
0: And think about what Blake just said. This is really key, guys, okay? So, like, if you have a negative review on your business, even if it's just one out of a thousand, the fact that they actually call and contact that person, it's like rehabilitating, because we're humans at the end of the day. We're not always going to be happy with everything, right? So, if someone you know, says, hey, I had an issue. And the fact that your brand is reaching out to them is invaluable. And I've owned a PR firm for almost 30 years. I tell my clients this all the time. Some choose to listen, some don't. But those that actually contact that that negative review, they can rehabilitate that from a one-star to a five-star if they build trust. This is really, really important. And I'm glad that you guys embody that in the business. Now, you guys also have like Literally hundreds of reviews, right on, on TrustPilot. Uh, I, I thought I saw, and
1: you're you're almost like between about fifteen hundred right 1, now. Fifteen hundred, wow, yeah, yep. and that's a, impressive. A, yeah. A, I'll give you a quick story, sure. um, and just to tell you, I mean, if, if if we're talking to an entrepreneur and a business owner, I think this is what it takes to be successful. Yes, is I would say maybe six, seven months ago, we got a one star review mm-hmm. on a Sunday. Wow, I picked up the phone and I called the client on a Sunday at four or five o'clock. Sure, because I. She actually was having a problem, and it was a legitimate problem, and, and I'm not going to let that roll over to the next day and tell somebody on my staff. Right. And because I, the owner of the company, phoned her at home, right. And explained how we're going to fix this issue, she immediately changed it to a five-star review and, and outlined that you know the owner of the company called and, and like on a Sunday and she, you know was shocked. Right. That that phone rang and it right. was me. Sure. So if you want to have a, be successful, you've got to be in it with you know delegating everything. Right. Maybe at a certain point, a company kind of gets there, but early days, you better be willing to pick up the phone and do any job that you're going to expect someone else to do. And
0: and review sites like Trustpilot or Yelp or whatever it is related to your business are so important, especially when it comes to people's money, okay? Money and health. They're always going to look to see, okay, what are the reviews on my doctor or what's the reviews on this crypto ira company i need to know what other people are saying and it's so important to have that high ranking if you're above a four uh, above a 4.2 i think you guys your net average is like four six 4.6. six
1: this is priceless
0: one, because yeah. The skepticism that embodies the human being around money is just a real thing. And when people are trying digital currency for the first time, they're going to be looking at reviews. And these reviews, they speak the truth about the experience, the performance, the platform, the service, and those things that that you're focusing on are important for you to learn from and do in your business as well. So talk to me a little bit about culture. How does culture work in a business like this as a co-founder why is that so important to you and, and what makes this business different based on the culture?
1: Yeah. So let me back up one second because all that about client reviews and taking care of and really, really caring about every single client, even though now we have uh, over 20,000, Right. 30% of our new accounts are referrals from existing accounts. That's amazing. Yeah. And that and that number, it can only go up right. based on some things that we're going to be releasing sure. soon. But, but in regards to culture, I, I think it starts at the top. I, actually, I know it does. I mean, they've... My staff—they've seen the commitment. They've seen me in the long hours. They've seen, you know, what Todd and I—they not they, we, We're transparent with them yeah. on the story and, and, and on where we've come from and what it took to get here. And they know how much we care. And when they know, you know, they know if we get anything negative, uh, they know. Like Blake is watching, sure, twenty-four hours a day, seven days a week. And so that carries over when we care and we care about them. Uh, we give them the great training. We, you know, lunch comes in. We do fun parties and we mm-hmm. do all these things. But you know, we try to instill in them like just whatever you do, just do it to the best of your ability. Sure. Be be pride of work. Right. Which is another thing that I think is sure. lacking in the world today. Right. People just you know bare minimum. How do I get this done with the least amount of effort? And that's not the approach here.
0: And I think that's great leadership example. I did my master's in organizational leadership, and what you and Todd have done around culture empowers your workforce. This is our life work, right? So people come in, they're spending a lot of their time into this. And to be transparent, to be open about how the business started and to take them on that journey is invaluable. Talk to us about the journey. You guys have stratospheric growth. I mean, I've had 1500 plus or minus clients in my career and Mm -hmm. some of the biggest tech companies in the world. And still not one have we found with that kind of multiplier growth year over year. Tell me what's happened to the business since 2017 and how, yeah. how, how this sort of anomaly is occurring.
1: Well, I'd say mostly hard work. Of course, a little luck never hurts. Obviously, we, we, we had the, the vision and the foresight to build a business during the not so great times of, right. of 20, you know, after the 2017 um, you know, kind of 2018, uh, cor- you know, pretty large correction in crypto, and then mm-hmm. uh, the crypto winter, if you will, we were building. Right. Right, so we didn't wait for, oh, this looks hot, let's build a company around it. We were building, like, when people said it was over. Sure. Which was great because, you know, the comp- a lot of other companies were shedding, you know, staff and and, and and size. um, But we, you know, we just put our noses down and worked, and worked really hard. And, and um, you know, in 20, uh 2020, we had revenues of about $3 million. Now, uh, you know, we we didn't really, most companies like this would have raised a lot of capital to start. We we didn't. We just did it bootstrapped Bootstrapped. and did it, you know, uh, sweat and and hard work. And and Todd and I wore pretty much every hat that a company would need and just figured it out. So, pretty stressful times. But, you know, at this point, obviously, it's a lot more rewarding knowing that we did it pretty much ourselves. Um, A little bit of, of seed capital. And in 2020, we did three million dollars of uh, in revenue. Wow! Okay. And we were profitable. Okay. Which is insane. Right. For a technology company, a okay. tech, a, a financial service company. Sure. Um, and this year, uh, we will be uh, very close to $50
0: What year later? Right. I mean. That kind of number is just very hard to use as a case study, okay? Because if you look at businesses, that multiplier does not exist. I mean, maybe, but but to, to have that and to continue that, Kevin Maloney on the way over here was informing me, and I, I think he hit it on the nose. There was like the adoption of the World Wide Web, the internet, yep. um, there was the adoption of cell phones, okay? That, that was like a big inflection point. But when we talk about digital currency, there's literally about 100 million people in the world. Now, that are doing digital currency at some level. Now, if you divide 100 million by let's say the 7 billion people on the earth, it's it's like 0.000, 0, 0, 0 right? So like the adoption of digital currency, I wouldn't even say it is at its infancy. Like like this is this is like such a small moment right now. Yeah. How what does what your vision look like as far as growth in the next 2 to 3 years as people come into digital currency. Now that there's currencies trading on stock markets, people are, are believing more. People are telling their friends and family, hey, I just bought this, hey, I'm trading this coin.
1: It's becoming this sort of household thing now. It, it is, it's becoming more mainstream, but still a long, long ways to go. I mean, if you were to just, you know, talk to five to 10 of your friends or people in your circle, very few would, know, would be able to tell you much. Maybe sure. they bought a little Bitcoin. So that's very exciting that we're still this early. Um, I think one of the the key things that we've done here is we've created this gateway mm-hmm. for average investors, right? Yeah. So I think there's this sometimes this thought that you've got to be this young, super techy uh person and 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 understand technology and spend hours on it and know how to to, to really be involved in crypto. Mm-hmm. And and that's not the case. Right. You know, our clients average age is 51 years old. Okay. They're they're people out there that have normal jobs, but sure. they want access to these investments. They're a little ahead of the curve, right. or maybe a lot ahead of the curve. Sure. And because we've made it so simple in terms of creating the accounts, moving funds over like any other financial institution, and buying and selling crypto in a very easy way, and the key piece that separates you know, us from, let's say, a more, uh, you know, a Coinbase or a Binance as a byproduct of an IRA there has to be custody right. institutional custody Correct. you can't hold your own investment right. well that's actually great for a lot of people cuz it's pretty scary to hold 100,000 or a million dollars and it's up to them and if they make one mistake they can lose it Correct. they can be wrong i mean it, that single point of failure it, for most people is is a non-starter when sure. you talk about big money so we've we uh, part of our platform includes institutional custody that we manage so the clients this is better than they could ever do on their own. Right. And that, so that security and safety alleviates them to make these investments, to be empowered to make them, but not responsible to store them. Right. And that, that alone, for a lot of our clients, is, is the difference between being involved in this market and not being involved in this market.
0: Take us through a little bit of the volume growth of accounts as well. So yep. it's not just the, the revenue, which is incredible. <laughs> Tell us about the account load from 2017 to where you're at now as far as quantity.
1: Oh, 2017. Man, that number was pretty small. Uh, (laughs) Geez, I remember some months where we were like, we got 30 accounts. Okay. You know, um, I don't recall exactly what we ended with, but it wasn't much. Maybe a a few hundred uh, at most. Uh, And then 2020... I believe we ended the year around 4000. Okay. These are funded. Now you'll hear sure. the word users a lot. Right. User doesn't mean funded, it just means somebody put in their email. Right. These are accounts that that completed an application and right. they've actually sent in money and they're actively sure. using the product. Uh, and so it went from around 4000 total by at the end of last year and today we were over 20,000. It's incredible. Which, you know, for some people might not sound like a huge number but in the financial world IRA accounts that's a pretty pretty big number with an average of over a hundred thousand. And that was the
0: big one that you said. The I would have thought maybe like five ten, but the average is over a hundred thousand with with I trust. Correct. So people are moving there. Uh, some people are going complete, you know, IRA transfer. Some are probably doing five percent, ten percent, just to see how it performs. Yep. What type of you know activity have you seen? Is it more of the people are like, hey, just take the whole thing, or is it? Take a little.
1: We don't ask. Okay, but it's not our business. We're right. not financial advisors. We're facilitators. Sure. So we have seen many clients do multiple transfers, multiple transactions moving in. Likely they're testing sure. the waters right. before they move in more. Um, some might move in everything they have. Uh, we don't. We are the neutral party. We're facilitating what sure. they ask us to do. We never, We don't ever ask how much they have. Right. Uh, that's not our role. And what's interesting is they don't start with a hundred thousand. Right. Right. I'm saying on average. Sure. You know, our average in is around sixty. So okay. you know most have done pretty well. Um, one of the reasons for that, and wh- one of the things coming that we think is going to be pretty game changing, is although we have the lowest fees, you know, uh, in the industry in this crypto world, I mean we're pretty confident in our in our fee structure, and we came out so far uh, ahead of everyone else. Uh, there's a thirty flat twenty nine ninety five a month account fee mm-hmm. that. Uh, there's a reason for that. There's there's actually pretty high cost to custody with our third parties, like sure. Coinbase Custody. It, it's a pricey product. Um, and, and unlike our, a lot of our competitors that use an AUM-based percentage, at least people have a fixed rate. So somebody with a $100,000 account is only going to pay $30. The that's problem incredible. is okay. somebody with a $5,000 account is going to pay $30. Right. So certainly, I think that's helped us more uh, gain more of the larger accounts. Um, Long story short, we've recognized this, and we right. want to include as many people as we can. And so we will be eliminating that 29.95. It will be no account fee whatsoever on any size account, and you still have all the same security, custody, and benefits. And, and um, we believe that that will really open the floodgates for a slightly younger demographic who don't have as much in existing accounts to start right. new accounts and it'll pencil out for them better. It'll make sense, right?
0: And other people in the space, I mean, they're charging upwards of five, six, ten percent, right?
1: On initial, uh, yeah. The standard when we started the company was about uh, ten to fifteen of their entire account going in. Now there's still some companies out there using this model. Sure. I don't know how well they're doing. I right. can't imagine very well, but but they're out there. Um, usually, you can tell how if somebody has really bad fees because you won't find fees on their. Sure. Website, sure. That's a that's a tell. Right. If you can't find fees on something, and you have to talk to somebody first, right. Be prepared; they're going to be high.
0: Now, obviously, we're the Internet Marketing Association, yeah. so we have a, a mass database of digital marketers, entrepreneurs. You know, building trust with people online when they've never met you or done business with you, and the fact that you've converted twenty thousand people and probably will be at a much higher number soon. Um,
1: how do you do that? What's the magic in that? So. Again, we bootstrapped the company, so we didn't have these you know huge marketing budgets to to test and burn mm-hmm. and, and go down that path. Now I'm really happy we we didn't because you know uh, with our business what we found is you've got to create the trust, right? And how do you do that when you're starting kind of from nothing? So with us and what I you know um, I, I figured out after a lot of uh, sleepless nights was okay. I need to tap into who this community, these investors. Already trust. Right. So we went down, you know, the quote influencer path, YouTube, sure. and, and and other platforms, and we reached out to these people, and eventually got in contact, and we got to know them. They got to know us. They did their due diligence. We explained the platform, and over time, we were able to get them to recommend us.
0: Awesome.
1: Right. So that there's your trust piece coming right. in that they're saying, hey, we've checked these guys out. Right. Virtually all of them opened accounts with us first. That's awesome. Right. Which is key. Right. I so would. I would. Authentic. I would do the same thing, right? Right. I mean, yeah. I'm not going to recommend something that I'm not personally using myself. So it took some time, but as that that kind of created this foundation, and it also kind of opened it up so that we can directly communicate with clients. Sure, sure. Right. So we go on their shows regularly. Right. We've got a cool set now, so nice. we'll, we'll go on even Get even a more often. Beautiful job in here. Yeah. <laughs>
0: it's like the Today Show with Link.
1: <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and so the goal is is transparency on pricing, fees, security, all that, but also just speak directly to them. Yeah. And that's what a lot of companies, I think, are a little afraid to do because they don't really want to pull the curtain all the way back.
0: And think about what Blake said, don't just pay an influencer and then they just share your content and expect to have business. It has to be authentic. People can tell, they could read through it, okay? If someone really wants to partner with your brand, they have to be invested in your brand. The same way that your influencers on YouTube opened accounts with you, they saw the performance. People can read it in their eyes. And, and that's something that's really important in business is that whoever is partnering with you from a digital marketing standpoint has to authentically be vested in the brand. So take me through just the, the sheer size of this whole IRA community. I mean, we're talking billions, trillion, trillions, I
1: mean, trillions, plural. Trillions. Okay. So, so yeah, rough, that's a big number. It's a big, it's a big opportunity. Um, and virtually none of it is in uh, cryptocurrency other than what we've done in a few of our you know uh, other small companies out there, so yeah, it, it's pretty massive, um, and, w- and we've done really well. We have over, I think today was uh, we hit like 2.2 billion in, in assets mm-hmm. on our platform, mm-hmm. um, but that's it's a spec right? Relative to what's out there, so there's around eight or nine trillion dollars in IRAs alone, which is all capable of. Is that just over- in the United States? Global. This is only a U.S. market. Okay, got so it. So yep. one yep. Eight, call it eight nine. It might be up to ten trillion now, right. but Somewhere in that range in IRAs. All of that money, anybody can transfer to any other IRA okay. at any time. There's another eight nine trillion in uh, employer plans: four hundred one ks, TSPs, four hundred three bs, four hundred fifty sevens. And there's a little a little tougher sometimes. Uh, once somebody leaves a company, they can always roll it over to an IRA, you know, without any taxable event. If they're still there, sometimes there's some restrictions. Mm-hmm. So now we're looking at around a seventeen trillion dollar pool. But on top of that. Just about anyone, as long as you have employment, um, uh, you know, W-2 or 1099 pay, the taxable pay, you can just open an account and and make a contribution. Absolutely. Right? So virtually everybody in the U.S. is eligible for an account like this. That is amazing. Yeah. To just think about those
0: numbers and you're just scraping, you know,
1: the the dust
0: on top of the dust. I'm so excited about where this is going for you, the business. Um, tell us what what does just as a closing question. Your what do you see in the next? I, I know this, is, this may seem like a hundred years away, but but two to three years for, for I trust.
1: Man, that's a long ways. I know. You know, what, in your uh, business, a day it, is a year. Yeah, I mean, I just go back twelve months and I go, geez, I can't even believe right. we're here. It, you know, I really believe with some of the changes we're making, um, the enhancements to the product and platform, and, and just the market. Possibilities, you know, twenty thousand accounts is really significant. But I thought when we did five hundred accounts in a you know in a month, that was significant. Sure. I believe we could do twenty thousand accounts at, in a month sometime mm-hmm. next year. Sure. And I think in, in three to five years, we'll be well north of a million accounts. Right. Um, but what does that look like in, in assets? Who knows? But right. uh, yeah, like you say, we we've only scratched the surface, and we've done a lot. But it's, there's just so much more that, that can be done. So hard to put a number on it. Awesome. But, yeah. um, you know, pretty excited about yeah. the, the potential.
0: Well, Blake, uh, thank you so much for being on my show. And See I'm you so, so you. proud of you, your team. Uh, I've met your wife. I've met your dog. I've met the culture. Okay? Yeah. And, and this is the real deal. Uh, what Blake, Todd, Anthony, Kevin, all these incredible leaders are part of is a journey that's just getting started. And what's most important are those values, right? Customer service, authenticity, culture, all the things that we talked about. That's not just great leadership, but that's what goes, like a business can be successful. That's a moment in time. But to be significant, to be a brand that's gonna take the country and, and rewrite the script of an industry, it's happening right here. And you get to hear it first at Impact Show. So thank you again for being on my show and we'll be back at you soon. Thanks, guys. Thanks, you know.
1: This has been a sono production.